this is your host, Heather, and in the Healthy Brain Podcast, I will demystify brain science, share tips and productivity tools to recharge your life, improve your health, and increase your energy, and overall kickstart your motivation to reach your true potential. So let's get started. Welcome to the first episode of the Healthy Brain Podcast. I'm thrilled to bring to you the practical steps to maximize your brain's potential. This podcast will be a mix of some brain science and research, but I'll pair the science with actionable steps for you to do right away. Just a bit of a background about me. I am first and foremost a mom of four awesome kids slash adults, a wife to a wonderful man, and I've worked for around 21 years in brain rehabilitation. I'm also an international wellness coach. My clients range from overstressed moms to people with mild memory issues, mild cognitive impairment, traumatic brain injury, Alzheimer's disease, Parkinson's disease, stroke, and brain cancer. I also love fitness, nutrition, and anything health-related. I'm a yoga and meditation instructor. My brain rehabilitation work and interest in health has weaved a journey that has led me to my mission. My mission is to demystify brain science and give you, the listener, tools to take control of your own health. We live in a high-paced world and things can get muddy and confusing and really overwhelming. Stress is at an all-time high and it's really not going to go down anytime soon. The best thing that we can do is really manage our stress. And how do I really know? Well, I'd love to share a story. A few years ago, I had the opportunity to move from part-time work to full-time work And at that time, my kids were little. They, of course, were into a ton of activities. They still are, really. But at that time, juggling everything, my health was deteriorating, and I really felt overstressed, but I knew I needed to work full-time because we needed the extra money. So I decided to go all all in and work full-time. And then over the next couple of weeks, I noticed I was getting a flutter in my throat area. And I, of course, was really worried that it was something cardiovascular. So I went to the doctor. They did all sorts of tests, hooked me up to the heart monitor, you know, the one that you wear for a week. They monitored everything and they couldn't find anything. It was even where I marked down the time and the date where I felt that flutter. So the doctor thought this could be just a mini anxiety or mini stress response. Well, to find that, now of course I want to just insert that if you experience any heart palpitations or anything like that, please go to your doctor, call your doctor, go to the emergency room. But in my case, they had done all the tests and it was recommended that I take 
uh, an anti-anxiety pill. Now, I'm not a type A personality. I'm pretty low-key, so that was really odd for me, for somebody to tell me that I've that my symptoms were because of anxiety stress. I knew I was stressed, but I usually always was able to manage it. So I decided after living with this, the fluttering, it just wasn't going away. It would even happen when I was excited about something. And it was like a trigger. It's like my body knew, oh, you're excited about something or you're worried about something. And that was the response, that little flutter in my throat area, upper chest area. So at that same time, I had been starting back into my yoga practice. I wasn't yet a yoga instructor, but I thought, well, I'm going to really commit to a practice of yoga every day. So that's what I did. I practiced the hot vinyasa yoga, and within two weeks, that feeling, that fluttering, really significantly decreased and within a month it was gone and I can say that right today I barely have it happen maybe once every few months or so so it got me really thinking about what was going on what's going on in my body like why it wasn't just the activity of yoga the stretching what was it? Because I had already been doing some activity, other activities on the side. I thought, what is it? And that's where I really started to link the brain science with what I currently was finding in my own situation. So here comes a little bit of the science. In our body, there is a thing called the autonomic nervous system. And it has two divisions. There's the sympathetic nervous system and the parasympathetic nervous system. Now, you would think with the name of sympathetic nervous system that that would mean it's nice to us, it's calming, it's sympathetic, but think the reverse. The sympathetic nervous system actually flight or fight response, you know, you've probably heard of that. That's where our body goes into a fight-or-flight response. When you're feeling a little nervous, if there's prolonged stimulation, there's an increase in the release of adrenaline. The heart rate goes up. The blood pressure goes up. You may start sweating. And then the parasympathetic nervous system is the reverse. The heart rate goes down. The blood pressure normalizes your respiration rate really decreases. So what I I really linked in the idea of this nervous system and what was happening to me when I was having these heart or these flutters that were happening in my throat area. That was my sympathetic nervous system in overdrive. It was actually a feedback loop that just kept happening every time I got a trigger of being excited or over, overwhelmed and stressed. My body would respond that way. And what I did then by practicing yoga, but it was more importantly, it was the breath 
that I was rhythmically focused on for a whole hour, because you know those classes, if you practiced yoga, it's an hour of rhythmic ujjayi breathing and other types of breathing, not just the vinyasa, but just the breath in and out of your nose. I started to see that that was the reason, a primary reason, that I had actually cut that feedback loop, that trigger to the sympathetic nervous system, and I was able then to activate my parasympathetic nervous system. Okay, so that's the science there. Uh, I got to say another little bit of the science is the vagus nerve is really important. The vagus nerve innervates many parts of our spinal column, our head area, cranial, and all the way through to also the lung and diaphragm area. When the vagus nerve is stimulated, that activates the parasympathetic nervous system as well. So by rhythmically focused on breath work, I was able to activate the vagus nerve, and in turn, the sympathetic nervous system was able to rebalance with the sympathetic nervous system. So this is a huge takeaway. And for many of my patients, I explain this to them. I'll explain that if they're feeling this continuous fight or flight response, overwhelming stress, stress that actually can lead to some cardiovascular issues, stroke, things, we're linking so many things now to stress. We need to manage our stress better. And how you can really maximize your brain potential and your nervous system potential is to have a way to activate your parasympathetic nervous system. So I mentioned breath work and what I'll do below in this podcast, I'll put a link in that will lead you to a few of my favorite breath work exercises that you yourself can use when you're feeling overwhelmed, stressed, or you feel that that a little bit of anxiety coming on. I encourage you to try these bre this breath work and any of these exercises. Now, in my case, it was the consistency of it. I highly recommend that you make breath work part of your daily practice. If you're fortunate to practice yoga, please do so, especially if you are feeling super stressed and overwhelmed. So thanks so much for tuning in to this first episode of the Healthy Brain Podcast. I'm really thrilled to bring to you every week brain science and practical ways that you can really implement them into your daily life to maximize on your brain potential. Please leave a review. Let me know what your thoughts are. Namaste.